Look, talk about coming out the gate with some fucked up shit. Yo, this is the one. Boys season three. Here we go. Yo, right out the gate, the boys decided to launch, and they launched with a three-episode premiere. Yeah, they launched all right. They they they, they launched <laughs> like a mug. Like this was freaking outstanding. I'm talking about. We really got into it, and they they weren't dicking around. Well, they Somebody were. Got, they I like this was hey, going on. Punts intended, but shenanigans were abound throughout the entirety of this premiere. So, without further ado. We're gonna talk that. about it and talk about what's going on. So be ready for these spoilers because shit's fucked up. Tony, yo, what did you think about freaking that first episode? Let me let me explain some to you. I knew what to expect. I sat down with the wee one being Kaylee, and I did not inform her of what was going to happen. The opening scene alone is gratuitous in its sexual nature, way more than any scene so far in the first two seasons <laughs> and i even i had to look away at some point because you know when you have to take a trip into memory lane nah bro some things just not worth it for me and that was like uh, oh shit but i will say him and the barbie that was hilarious it was so that opening scene yeah it, but the boys have been known for every season having an opening scene that is memorable and this one by far is the most memorable one it is. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree that it's memorable. That is something freaking I unfortunately will not soon forget. And it's going to be talked about in its entirety, just everything that went into it. And I think we so, all felt it. Yeah, <laughs> we all felt it. Yeah, yeah, we all did. Brent. <laughs> that episode was fantastic. I finally picked up the comic series and started reading along just up to this point and holy hell are we in for a roller coaster ride do not spoil hero gasm violence so much gratuitous violence and i love this show so very much it look we talked about this a little bit before like we actually started recording just a little bit but mostly me just spitballing but i told y'all stop doing it there is literally no group that is safe from the boys talking shit about you literally none all the way across the bell because like i feel like open that opening there was like a shout out to ant-man going up thanos's ass like yes this, it was and then they just put the script is like let's make it worse and that just shows <laughs> the movie did. it would have been a 10-minute movie it would have been unless thanos just has cheeks of the gods which is a whole nother subject no one needs to discuss he, he, but this whole that, I, doubt opening, can, man. I doubt he can squeeze his butt cheeks together at a summer topic level, though. But yeah, and then the look, we're not going to start talking about that, though. Nadia was just everything he wanted to be in terms of just absolute evil, and she's playing yeah. this off fantastically. And can I just say though, I am one hundred percent here for Stan Edgar being the real boss of everything going on here. Because he yep. is holding it the fuck down. And there's been times where me and the significant other are watching the show and we are just clapping along with his level of sass, sarcasm, and not giving a single fuck. It's like, you may be God. I'm Stan Edgar. You can go fuck yourself. And it is 
absolutely fantastic. I'm loving the boys. Will, tell us your thoughts. I mean, I think the show has been fantastic since I was first introduced to it, freaking uh, by my brother. Um, Ryan was like, hey, yo, you got to check the show. It's like, all right, cool. I check it out. And I had to binge everything from that point on. So going into this one, me being excited as I am just to see what kind of fucked up shit they come up with, I was all about it. So with the way it starts off again, right into everything, I, I want the violence. Like uh, I really want to see what they're going to do to step it up. Amazon has been doing their thing as far as letting people just kind of fly and do whatever. You, you see the same thing with Invincible and stuff like that. Like people are just off the rails. Nadia's got some issues. Some freaking yeah. like she got daddy issues she got freaking mental issues she got freaking dry cleaner issues there's a lot of shit she got going on sounds like a good date night and yo i i i really want to see like because i'm trying to figure out where where the uh because i don't i haven't read the comics so i'm, I'm trying to see how far this is going to go with who's going to be the main protagonist because you know eventually we had homelander who was like the main antagonist of the series and dealing with a lot of stuff and now we got other stuff going on homelander was essentially on a leash for the first bit of this episode thanks to the the video and it seems like that's kind of going away as the episodes go on and it's like okay well who's who's really the one to worry about kind of going forward so i'm i'm excited to see which i can say because i feel like there's going to be you know a sharp left at some point that's going to you know drive me up a wall and I'm like, okay, I did not see that coming. How are they going to play it off from here? So, right. Like, I'll only push a God so far before things get just now, crazy. I, I want, this is, this is to Brent, since you said you just started reading the comics, just know it's not following the comics. It's only oh, taking, yep, it's only doing, they're, they're literally doing this because there's a lot of differences between the comics and the live action. And I know they're not going to do a certain scene because it, it, it hasn't been established in the show. Mm -hmm. Because in the comic books, Homelander is bisexual. Mm -hmm. But that hasn't been established in the show. So I don't know if we're going to actually... And I'm not sure that Jensen Ackles will be down with that. Because, you know, he's... I don't, I don't know him that well. I just know him from Supernatural. And, you know, some animated movies that he's voiced over. I don't know how he would be down if to portray that, but that's on him. Can I just say though that he definitely bulked up for this role and I'm 100% here for that. Bulked up or padded? It does look a little padded to some extent, but I mean he definitely has put in some significant work because when he was in Supernatural he was scrawny, scrawny like, give this man a burger. Well, I mean, during, during his Supernatural run he got bigger as the seasons went on. Because him and him and um Sam were both kind of minuscule. And then they started getting bigger as the seasons went on, but that's neither here nor there. One of the greatest shows I've ever watched was Supernatural. I said it. I stopped watching after season 10. You're yeah, an idiot. It meant nothing to anybody. But it's explained. I it got it's explained. explained. It's just I, I no longer cared. Shut there's up. No, we'll, there's we'll, no consequences stop it. We'll that. save this talk for our just random ass talks that we need to start having. Hmm. Led by Will Parker. Anyway, either way, uh, so throughout this, just know that we're going to be pinballing throughout. You know, there's three episodes that drop, so we're going to be pinballing throughout this, talking about different things that happens. And, you know, a lot of people were talking about 
Soldier Boy and, you know, him being cast and everything that's coming up. So a lot of stuff that we're getting is, you know, Soldier Boy in the past and trying to figure out what's going on with him. And uh, his lady, what was she called? The, like, Countess or something? The Crimson the, Countess. Crimson yes. Countess, right? So uh, I guess we're trying to put all that stuff together as to what happened in the past versus what happened to now. Is Soldier Boy still alive? You know, is it going on? Whatever. So I'm still confused on a little bit of that freaking, but the whole thing that goes down with setting up for Nadia being a piece of the foundation, a piece of like vault, like, but not like it's weird. Like I'm trying to put it all together. So so please correct me wherever I'm I'm lost or whatever, because I'm I'm need you to help me out with this. She's being backed by Edgar. Uh-huh. He's basically set up in place where Vought can't lose. They control Correct. every piece right. on the chessboard. They're it's, they're just playing each other right now, and it's yeah, like, yep. right. and they win. He's essentially moving both sides of the board, however right. he fit. So when this uh, when this guy got out, and you know she had to go, you know, pop his balloon. You know she had to shut him up for whatever reason he had to say, which led to, you know, Huey finding out more information, and they're just kind of going from there. What's gonna happen with her going forward? Is she like what? What exactly is her purpose? I may have missed it. Is she trying to be? She just running that show part of there? Is she trying to become more than that? Like she's going for like a congresswoman presidency type stuff? Like what is her? She's she's her main goal is basically to get as much power as she can. That's what her goal is. And she still works for Edgar, so the more power she gains, more power Edgar gains. I will, I will like, like I would like to say that I love the fact that they showed that her powers are not just head popping, because I was watching other people. They was like, "Yeah, she's great at head popping." I'm like, "No, no, she can blow up anything that she looks at. She just chooses to pop your head because that's an instant death. She can blow up anything that she looks at, any any body part, anything." And I love that they showed that when her and old boy was fighting, and she just like blew off his hand and they blew off blew off his jaw. I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, that's great. And it just blew up his entire body. So yeah, that I, I like how they put that out there. Yeah. And so. then they definitely amped up the gore for this season. Cause like season oh. two is like with even the whole whale scene, like that's a lot of gore. And then just in the first episode alone, you got the head <laughs> popping. That whale scene. You got the funny. lower half of your body blowing off. Like, termite. No. Shout out to Termite. Shout out to Termite sniffing like half a half a world of Coke because that's what he did. <laughs> Bunch of sugar shook him in that bag. <laughs> yeah. anyway. Oh, that was hilarious! He was trapped in a ziplock. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm this sorry. Go ahead. Real. I was like, he couldn't. He couldn't freaking like, as he was like, expand out of there. He could. He couldn't just ex- expand back to normal as he was going <laughs> back too coked up, up, man. You know, he, he was, was too coked up, dude. He didn't no know way. what was going on. He got. <sighs> That Either is way. like the homage to you can't beat yourself out of weight pe- weight paper bag. <laughs> he couldn't get out of Ziploc. I oh. know. Oh, oh, I just love how Frenchie was freaking out about it. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> he just <laughs> thought it like, no. Oh, Six. yeah. <laughs> and then the woman came in. He's trying to go up my dick. Get him. <laughs> gotta get him. I was just <laughs> trying to go up my ass. I'm like, yeah. So it was fantastic. Um, oh, what is that part? We get the, we get the kind of the jump back to try to figure out what's going on with uh his sidekick gunpowder and all the uh the allegations i guess that were freaking thought about with gunpowder uh we still don't really know what's the truth i mean he said one thing 
you know, Butcher said something else. Oh, we don't true. know what the truth is exactly. It was true. Oh, yeah. was no, it wasn't. Yeah, freaking. So, um, so yeah, so that was a whole, whole little thing with that, and uh, I just thought it was, you know, funny how they kind of set up everything and they kind of give you some of the backstory without having to directly have a Hell whole yeah. episode about it. Like again, with Noir and why he wears the mask, it's like. Okay, that makes sense. If your dumbass would have had it on the whole time, you probably wouldn't have been as bad Which, off. But you know, again, they changed that from the comic. What was the original? He's a clone of Homelander. He looks wow. exactly like Homelander. That's why he never takes it off. He's like he's the exact duplicate. Oh, he's there. He's their kryptonite for Homelander because he's the only one that could beat Homelander. Nice. Well. Brenna read it with if Brent gets to volume two, I think it's revealed. Hmm. Either way, I've still been a huge fan of noir, like from get in this show, and it's like I, that hasn't changed. But like I have to agree, it's like anytime Stan Edgar suggests you do something, you should probably do it. It's usually within your best interest, and for him to literally be as badass as he was, as assertive as he was, and as well-spoken as he's been the entirety of the show, because, like, even with the flashbacks that we got in episode three, I know I'm hopping around a little bit. Do it. He's been putting people in their place, like, through and through throughout his entire history. And it has been fantastic to see. He's absolutely right about everything that's been going on, and it's <laughs> it's just tough. You do not argue with this man. He's playing Mahjong. Everyone else is still figuring out how to play checkers. Now, I will say that if Homelander was a little bit smarter, he would be like the greatest villain ever. He would, but he, he's too, he's he's too just dumb as himself and so yeah, too conceited. And trying to figure it out. And that kind of goes along with, with him just you know wanting to do whatever. And you see his progression like as he his mental is breaking. We saw the, you know, we saw uh, his birthday bash on front. Let's so that, you know, after the, entire, still, uh, the whole, he still loves. And it's like, yeah, freaking, he, she's got to get gone. So they end up having her commit suicide. Uh, so she dies. And then he's, again, he's, he's broken. He's entirely jacked up from that point. And now he's. Speaking of jacked. <laughs> he was jacked up before and he was jacked up after <laughs> so either way uh, it was I mean that's all Stonefront was good for after that I mean pretty much she only had one arm Nub jobs. you know it was like it set her up for you know, it set her up to really be that catalyst to to break his hinge and then from there he's just going into a downward spiral and you see it with you know hey go ahead and jump I don't even care about my my image so to speak. You jump. I'm gonna say what I want to say. I'm just gonna do me because people are resonating with that. His points are going up because people are really enjoying that. So now, because of his ego check, so that he really like this is what the people will love. This is what they want. Now he's really finna go off the hands, and that's why he's just like I'm finna do whatever it is that I want to do. You know where they got that from, right? That was from the past president. I'm just saying. That was exactly what he it's was either doing. Either that, or they took that directly from the Injustice storyline, where Superman finally snapped. I was like, you know what? I'm no, no, I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking about his speech about he's gonna do whatever the hell he want. He gonna talk how he want. Mm -hmm. 
I was just running away from it. A little bit of column A. A little no. bit of column B. Not running away from nothing. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it is a, a, a great way to depict him again losing what bit of sanity he had. That's the best person and, to use. Yeah, and, and he's really, you know, going down that path. So we're about to see him and him with a uh, him with Annie and their interaction with her becoming a co-captain. That was a big, you know, blow to his ego. He's like, first off, you're going to put a co-captain, which is I'm not just the boss anymore. And then you're going to make it a female. That doesn't help me none either. So you see he's trying to now pad his ranks with more. So he's like, okay, he makes sure that a train's underfoot and so that, and he checked him. A train going to be around much longer. He brings the the deep back and checks him, make sure he's underfoot, and then Mavis God knows where. And then Mavis still doing secret soldiers, uh, secret super spy missions with Huey. So, yeah, Uh, and then you know bringing in the, the the new guy. Supersonic. Yeah, he's you know super all kinds of stupid. But you know, but now he's a Backstreet Boy. Again, he's being brought in. So now, guess what? Homelander's got freaking you know a bunch of people in his pocket that he now freaking has, and the way that he can swing the story is, of course, to announce Andy as his legends hashtag Homelight, whatever. And now he's trying to get everything all underfoot. Like he's really, I, he, I really think. For, I don't know if Edgar's gonna survive this particular season. <laughs> they keep going the way they're going because I think Homeland is just gonna want to snap and try and kill him. Of course, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Edgar's got protection in place for that. To it, it would like you are, but I don't know how that's gonna work now. I mean, honestly, he's probably got another Homelander clone, so he's gonna be him versus him or some shit somewhere. So either that or Butcher versus Homelander will be like the end all be all because you can see as the series is progressing. They're two sides of the same exact coin. They just thought horribly different things. But now they're slowly wanting the same exact thing, which is just complete and utter chaos in every form and fashion possible. And Butcher and Homelander are both willing to do whatever the hell it takes to ensure that their objective at the time gets completed, regardless of who gets smited along the way, like Ryan. Like he was a, uh, that was a tough casualty to watch take place actually i think i I think the secret weapon they got is um ryan Hmm. homelander's son Mm -hmm. because he didn't have a son in the comic so with them changing black noir from bringing a clone you still have to have somebody on the power level of homelander and i think that'll eventually be ryan okay i mean they can do a a grow up yeah, they, if they want, I mean, they think about it. He's still a superhero. He they could just say he is part of the part of his genes. He had a growth spurt, and now he's not twelve. He's twenty six now. Yeah, and then just and just scale his powers. And this show could go on for several several more seasons. So it's like they got plenty of material to work with. Yeah, they so. can they can have him grow up on the show. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it just depends on how they want. Fine lookalikes, fine lookalikes, dude. You know, hey, this was like this was a one year jump in between the last season. You could do a two or three year jump for the next one. Make him a teenager. Yeah, I mean, I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, I think that they're going to really pull some some stuff out because we were already confident that a lot more people are going to die 
always for the, the always the season and stuff. So it's just about who's left standing going into season four. Because I honestly didn't expect to see, you know, Stormfront, you know, much like it's like okay, you know, but she still played a significant role to make sure that Homelander ended up the way that Homelander did. So it was like okay, she served her purpose. It's awesome. Now, how else are they gonna run this? And with the the way the writers have been going, because I know it's been like so far as like uh, David Reed, Craig Rosenberg. Anselm Richardson and uh, Jeff Ull have written the first three episodes and they've, they, I mean, I, I see a lot of chemistry here for what they've been doing. And I really want to know where their heads at, like going forward. Like I'm really curious to see how they want to play this out because the most interesting thing to me right now has got me hooked is what happened to soldier boy. And is he going to make an appearance in the present in his full, soldier boy capacity where he's actually going to do some soldier boy shit or is it going to make an appearance as if you know i'm run down and i can't really do what i was doing anymore and i mean they made in one of the trailers at least they either edited it perfectly or there's a scene where he's fighting queen mave like they're just flat out throwing hands in one of the trailers that they set just, up just like, that perfectly edited he's here and alive I, I i believe he's going to be here just because they said since he is the captain america of the boys and his backstory is going to be similar to Captain america cap was frozen ice i believe he was frozen i believe he was trapped in a nuclear uh nuclear power plant i think i'm not sure i'm kind of fuzzy on that but this is just a show because in the comic books the original soldier boy died and then they made another one and in the show is going to be the original, so there will not be a second. So I, it's going to be interesting to see how they make this work. I really think they're going to do the cap route where he's trapped for so long that he gets discovered, and the original Soldier Boy comes back, which is just an act. I really don't think they pay. They, you know, they hyped him up to be on the show, and you see him in a couple scenes. Yeah. So uh, I'll be curious to see what they do with him. Um, I'm also wondering about how they're going to play with the V24. We already seen Butcher take a take a bit of a hit in terms of using it and then trying to That's deal with the after effects. So now I'm wondering, okay, is anyone else in the crew going to participate in any of the V24? I kind of think uh, Huey is definitely one. They'll do it. I don't. I don't think you know Frenchie or Mother's Milk will really take take it into. It, but I think Huey would be the one, if anybody, to to take it. He's got to save Annie or something to that to that effect, uh, or he's got to stop Butcher because Butcher's going too far. Like it's got it's gonna be something to that effect. Uh, but I'm also wondering if you've already got powers and you take it, does it do anything? They, they had they had powers in the book. Carry on. Brent knows that though. Yeah, I didn't you're politely waiting. Yeah, they have powers. They had powers in the book. See, that was the only I, way they could go. That's the only way to go. Okay. See, but so. but again, I I that's one of the changes that I do like. I like the fact taking how this is working. Yeah, I like the fact that th I like this change that the boys don't have powers. It's just regular people. I like that change. It it makes it more believable than if I'm seeing Superman versus his alternate reality injustice version of himself that gets boring after a while. 
Let the underdogs get out here. Yeah. It's like give, the Falcons in every game they play. Every even even the offseason when they in training <laughs> camp. That's their underdogs against themselves. That's how it is. I'll talk about my birth. Told you about that fucker. <laughs> had to do it. Had to do it. Is there anything else you want to mention, Will? We're about no, I mean, I think, I think y'all answered a lot of my questions. I'm just kind of sitting there curious. I'm still excited to see what's going to happen. So it's just kind of a wait and let's see at this point. So I'm, I'm good. I'll just give me the rest of the episodes and keep it coming. Will we be doing our usual midnight release for the fans at home who want to know? Cool. Uh, I'm I'm down. I'm down cool. for it. You won't that. see me. I'll be asleep. Because, mm. I mean, we're already going to have a crazy schedule coming up. We will be doing Obi-Wan and we'll be doing Miss Marvel at our usual time. So we're not be getting any sleep. Just check them out, please. Y'all got no lives. Time. Y'all got no lives at all. No. My lives are for the people. There you go. Everybody. I'm with it. Well, I'm. I guess I'll do my own thing. I'm gonna work on me some. Uh, I'm gonna rank my personal favorites for Batman's roles because you know I'm rock the Batman, and I might do some draft buzz for the NFL just because. Just because. Well, Nat, we'll, we'll cut, cut it short there. So appreciate you guys for watching. Let's tune in, and we will catch y'all in the next one. Hello.